Welcome to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, the podcast that's all about helping you become the mom you've always dreamed of. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse, and certified health coach who is passionate about helping you cut through the overwhelm, noise, and frustration so that you feel empowered and hopeful in making all the right choices to find true wellness for yourself and your family. Are you ready to be a happy, healthy mom? Awesome. Let's dive in. The information in this podcast is not intended to heal, treat, or cure. It's not intended as medical advice or to replace an individual relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Please continue visiting with and being treated by your primary care physician or healthcare provider. Welcome if this is your first time here, and if you're joining me again, thanks so much for coming back. So let's get into why gut health is so important, and then I'll go into some foods that can help you right away start to heal your gut. So our gut is full of bacteria, some good, some bad. We definitely want more of the good. Unfortunately, many of us have more of the bad bacteria than we do of the good bacteria. So good bacteria is crucial for good health. And an interesting fact that I learned not that long ago is that we actually have more bacterial cells in us and on us than we do human cells. So we're actually more bacteria than human, which is why things like antibiotics and hand sanitizers can be so harmful for our health. I'm not saying never to use them. You know, if you absolutely need them, please use them. But then, for example, if we're using antibiotics, we definitely have to recover properly so that we're not experiencing recurring infections or, um, you know, other issues down the road. So if we have poor gut health, we have poor health. Somewhere in our bodies, we are going to experience poor health. And it's really that simple, which is why healing the gut and maintaining good gut health is something that I focus on for myself and my family and my clients. Um, Gut health has a big impact on our brain fog or lack of it due mainly in large part to the gut-brain axis. So there are many, many studies out there showing that our gut and our brain are actually in direct communication with each other via our vagus nerve, which is the largest nerve in our body. And it, um, it's crucial for many of our bodily functions. So there are many ways that poor gut health can contribute to brain fog, but some of the biggest ways are through inflammation and nutrient deficiency. And we know that poor diet leads to leaky gut, and leaky gut leads to inflammation. Um, Plus, poor gut health contributes to nutrient deficiency because our gut is just not able to absorb and process the nutrient-dense foods that we are eating. Um, And I don't say all of this to make you feel um, scared or overwhelmed or like we're all doomed to, you know, be sick or have poor health, have poor gut health. Um, I say all this because knowledge is so, so important and knowledge can be powerful depending on how you use it, what you do with it. So I'm giving you this knowledge so that you, you know, to help you make better choices. 
Um, I'm here as, you know, a nurse and a health coach to help you feel empowered to take control of your health and your family's health. So that is my intent with giving you that knowledge. Um, know without a doubt, please, that brain fog um, and your gut can be healed. It's not difficult. It doesn't take that long. You can start to see great results really fast. So it can definitely be healed. I'm curious to know if you're currently working on healing your gut and what you are doing to heal your gut. So send me a message either on Facebook or Instagram at Hippie Dippy Mom and let me know. Foods are the foundation of great health. So, you know, I see so many people, I mean, people ask me, I'll see comments on Facebook or posts on Facebook asking about, you know, supplements and shakes and quick fix after quick fix and diets and all these things that people are looking for to make them feel better and feel better fast. But if we don't have good eating habits in place, nothing else matters because food is like the top thing that keeps us healthy or unhealthy. So we have to get our eating habits um, in the right place if we want to feel better. It's That's kind of the bottom line. So let's get to some foods that can help you start to heal your gut. So the top one, and if you have looked at all into healing your gut, I know you've heard of this food, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. And it's fermented foods. Um, fermented foods are so good for our gut because of the beneficial bacteria in the fermented foods. A lot of us are taking probiotics, like the, you know, the little capsules, which, which are good and can be, you know, super beneficial in repopulating the good bacteria in our gut. But fermented foods are even better. And I always tell my clients to kind of do all of it, to do have that variety because there are certain bacteria in all these different things that we need in, in that variety. So, for example, if we're just taking the same probiotic over and over and over for years, we can also get overgrowth of good bacteria, and we want a really good balance of all of it. So we need to be kind of switching things up. Um, we know that fermented foods protect our gut lining. They boost our in immune system. Um, they reduce inflammation, and they actually contain really high amounts of um, vitamins, certain vitamins, and they produce enzymes that can help us absorb more nutrients, um, which is huge because, like I mentioned, a lot of us are nutrient deficient, either because we're not eating the right foods or because poor gut health is preventing us from absorbing those nutrients. Um, so some of my favorite fermented foods are pickles. <laughs> I love pickles. Now, I kind of want to talk about the difference between legit fermented foods and then most of the pickles and sauerkraut you'll find in the grocery store that are not fermented. So the difference is that fermented foods are Basically, they just have salt added to them and then the juice from, let's say it's sauerkraut, so the juice from the cabbage is pulled out by the salt and then that juice grows bacteria, which is good. I know a lot of us are scared of bacteria, but this is the good bacteria. 
and then that bacteria is just allowed to grow and be there. Whereas most forms of sauerkraut in the grocery store are basically just soaked in vinegar. So they're not beneficial to our health. They may taste good and you're welcome to eat them, of course, but they're not beneficial in the same way that a fermented sauerkraut um, is. Um, I love sauerkraut as well, like real fermented sauerkraut. Um, pickles have a high amount of vitamin K, and then there's fermented soy. So there's a couple different kinds. Um, there's tempeh and natto, and if I'm to eat soy, that those are the only forms that I will eat because soy um, is basically a huge anti-nutrient. So it's actually keeping us, again, from absorbing nutrients that we're getting from other foods. And then through the fermentation process, um, that those anti-nutrients are reduced. So tempeh has high amounts of vitamin B, and then sauerkraut has large amounts of vitamin C. So great for boosting our immune system. Now, in while you're, you know, kind of in the beginning phases of healing your gut, I would avoid kombucha because kombucha is really high in sugar. That is how kombucha ferments because the bacteria feed on the sugar, which is the same thing that the bad bacteria in our gut does. It wants the sugar. So while kombucha does have the beneficial bacteria, there's just so many other forms of fermented food that you can be um, eating that don't have all the sugar. So just for a while, I would avoid kombucha. You could definitely have it down the road after your gut has healed a little bit. I would also avoid yogurt um, that is high in sugar and that has artificial flavor and color. And I would just avoid that all the time. <laughs> yogurt can be healthy for us. Um, but not if it has a lot of sugar and not if it has artificial flavor and color. And I was really shocked when I started looking at the labels on yogurt at how much sugar and harmful things are in most yogurts on um, the shelves. So I brought a couple of fermented foods I have here. In my house, we have this yogurt. So it's whole milk and because healthy fats are healthy and most of us aren't getting enough healthy fats. So I always do whole and it's organic. So either get organic or from grass-fed cows because that's important as well and it's plain. So I don't get any sugar except what's naturally in milk and I don't get any artificial flavor. And then I just add berries, maybe some monk fruit sweetener or um, vanilla extract to it to make it a little more palatable. These, so oh, one brand of um, fermented foods that I really like that I've found in most grocery stores now is Bubby's. So you can look for Bubby's and know that it's real fermented pickles and sauerkraut and things. In the area where I live, we have this brand. It's Cultured Mama. And this is one of my favorite products from them, which are the fermented carrots. And it's just carrots, some garlic, thyme, and then the brine, the salt water juice. They're super fun because they also make things like hot sauce. So there's so many, if you start really looking and paying attention, there's so many ways to get fermented foods into your diet. It doesn't just have to be sauerkraut or yogurt. So start looking around, see what's available in your area. Hi, Brandy. Um, another 
food that's really good for our gut is bone broth. And it's great for our gut because it's high in collagen, which we need anyways for our bone health. But it's also great for our hair and skin, but it helps repair and maintain the integrity of our gut lining. So it's really great um, to drink a warm cup of bone broth. Um, now, the important thing with bone broth to know is to look for bone broth that is from clean animals. So bone broth is made from essentially boiling down the bones of animals. Um, and a lot of toxins can be stored in our bones. This is why as people age and they start to have bone loss, we'll see other health issues come up because all those toxins are being released out of their bones. So we don't want bone broth from conventionally farmed animals. So we wanna make sure they're grass fed and pasture raised with no antibiotics, no growth hormones. You know, it's just as clean as possible. If you can actually find a farmer that you can speak to, to get the bones even better. So have a warm cup of bone broth first thing in the morning, even before bed super good for your gut. Now, this food I feel like some people either hate or love. <laughs> so I hope you love it, but this is artichoke. I personally love it. I love it grilled with some spices on it and dip it in a like lemon aioli, oh, so good. So artichoke um, has a compound in it called silymarin, which is actually found in milk thistle which is an herb that is great for detoxing our liver. Our liver is one of the biggest, best ways that our body has to detox naturally. And I've talked about toxins or, you know, having a large amount of toxins in our body can also contribute to brain fog. So you can take a milk thistle supplement or a silymarin supplement, or you could just eat some artichoke. Um, artichoke is also known as a choleretic, which stimulates our liver to produce more bile, which again helps us to detox, and it's a prebiotic. So I talked a little bit about probiotics. Probiotics are pretty useless to take if we're not also consuming prebiotics, which are fibers that we're not able to digest, but the probiotics and good bacteria feed off of and use for energy. So prebiotics are important and we find them in a lot of vegetables. Um, the next food is garlic. So you're gonna be a little smelly, but that's fine. You'll have a healthy gut. Um, garlic is another great prebiotic and super fun. You can find fermented garlic like in these carrots and then you get the double whammy of the fermented foods and the garlic. Um, garlic is also a natural antimicrobial. It's an antioxidant, so it's helping us with reducing inflammation. It's anti-cancer. It helps prevent the growth or combat overgrowth of candida, which is, it's a bacteria. We all have a little bit of it. When it gets to be too much, that's when it's bad. Um, so candida overgrowth can contribute to brain fog. Um, gas and bloating, anxiety, fatigue, skin issues, and a lot more. So eat your garlic. The next food, and I feel like this one's a little bit controversial, and it does um, kind of require a little bit of a mindset shift for some of us, and that's butter. 
So let me just address some of the concerns that have come up when I suggest people eat more butter. We know that cholesterol um, from foods and from fatty foods and animal products, we know that that has little to no bearing on cholesterol in us. So for so long, we were told that high cholesterol comes from eating things like red meat and butter. And so many studies out there showing that that's not true at all. So um, butter is full of healthy fats. Again, we want to look for a clean butter, something from grass-fed cows. Butter contains butyrate, which is a short-chain fatty acid. Um, it's known as an anti-obesogenic. So just like it sounds, it helps us to not gain weight. It's actually shown to lower heart disease and risk for stroke. So again, kind of going back to that it's not, you know, leading to high cholesterol. It's not leading to heart disease. It actually lowers our risk for heart disease. It's an anti-inflammatory. It increases that intestinal, intestinal barrier function. So basically, we have leaky gut because our gut lining is kind of opening up and things are leaking through when it's supposed to be sealed shut. So it helps seal it shut, have a better barrier function. Um, butyrate can protect against certain colon cancers as well. Um, if you're sensitive to dairy, ghee, G-H-E-E -E is a great option. It does still have some dairy protein in it, but very, very little. So check out either butter or ghee. So that's it. Let me go back through that list again really quick just to sum it up. So the foods that are great for healing the gut are fermented foods, bone broth, artichokes, garlic, and butter. So summer's coming up. Go bust out the grill, grill some of the artichokes, dip it in some butter, uh, saute some garlic over it, <laughs> get all the foods in in one meal, then sip on a cup of your bone broth, and you will start to notice improvements in your gut and other aspects of your health really, really quickly. Um, next week, I'm going to be talking about foods that are really bad for our gut health. So if you have any guesses, I'm curious to know what those guesses are. So again, send me a message either on Instagram or Facebook at Hippie Dippy Mom. And take a screenshot of you watching this or listening to this to share with your friends. And again, tag me at Hippie Dippy Mom. And remember that I do have some time open for some free calls. Um, I will link to that where links go. And remember, as we know better, we do better. Take care, friends.